It's Our Time Podcast is about empowering women to reach their full potential. As your hosts, Kalola and Shayla, we're here to educate, inspire, motivate, and uplift women. We talk about money, the workplace, personal growth, and the many decisions women face every day. We know life can be challenging, so this is your space to unwind, find joy, and embrace your power. Come along with us and discover the path to reach your next level. It's our time, ladies. Let's go. Welcome back to It's Our Time podcast, where we have been talking about our well-being and unlocking the art of self-care. I'm your co-host, Kalola. And I am your co-host, Shayla. And today marks a special moment in our journey together. Today is the finale of our three-part series on self-care. So we are so excited about that. Over the past two episodes, we've talked about what self-care really means and how it can make, um, how you should make it a priority in your life. So in our first episode, if you all remember, we talked about the essence of self-care. So we broke down the common misconceptions and then we talked about what your personal definition of self-care is. So if you remember, we asked you to really think about what self-care means to you and to write that down. We talked about how self-care is basically every action that you take that supports your mental, your emotional, and your physical health. And then after that, we built, we did build on that second episode that took us to a place of really integrating self-care into our daily routines. So our conversations were more about how self-care is not selfish. It's just about maintaining your health and maintaining your well-being and then just showing up as your best self for the people and the responsibilities that matter the most to you. So today, in our third and final episode of the series, we're going to shift our focus a bit just to the heart of self-care. We are going to talk about tips. We're going to talk about strategies. We're going to talk about practices that you can incorporate into your life starting today. So whether you've been with us from the start or you're just joining in this episode, um, this is your roadmap to making self-care a part of your journey. So thank you for joining us for our for our finale of self-care. And so I do want to start, Shayla, with a question for you. Do you have a self-care routine? I don't have a real self-care routine. I'm working on self-care is a challenge for me. Um, and I probably said this in the other episodes that it's not something that I do regularly myself. And so it is something that I've been working on. But one thing that I have been trying to do more is being intentional about time for me. And so actually carving out time that is just for me and scheduling it. And so I um, I have a planner. And what's one of the things that I've also been trying to do a lot more is use my planner to put things in that I need to do. And so not just me going to work. Of course, I have my work calendar with meetings and stuff. But outside of work, I'm trying to put things on my calendar so that I can schedule out time to do to accomplish the things that I need to accomplish 
or if I have to go somewhere, I want to go somewhere. And so when it comes to just taking that time for yourself, whether it's, you know, if I want to just, you know, if I want to read or if I want to go to the mall or if I want to go get my nails done or something, actually scheduling the time out to do that. Because when I plan out my weeks and I look um, to see what I'm going to do for the week, it's helpful to see that I put that in the planner because then I'm more mindful to remember, okay, yep, that's that time that I made for me. One of the other things that I picked up last year is meditation. And so um, meditating is something that I've heard. I, I deal with, the, I struggle with stress and, and everything. And so that's something that was always kind of suggested and recommended to me was I should meditate. And I would try to do it and I just couldn't do it. I guess I, I just don't have a lot of patience. And so it was like, you know, I sit there and then I just have all these thoughts going through my head. And so I'm like, oh, it didn't work. I can't meditate. So I started to, um, I got a book about meditation and I started to read about it more and I started to learn more about it. And then I started to watch a couple of different videos of people that were um, meditating and, and let that guide me. And I started to do it and I, and I got better at it. And so then I wanted to stay consistent with it. And so I would put that in my planner that at this time every day, is when I was going to meditate. And so when I would look at my planner for the week and look at every day of what I had to do, I saw that time in there that when I was supposed to meditate. And so that reminded me to actually do it during that time. So that's one tip that I would give is to make sure that you're carving out time for whatever it is that you're going to do for yourself. And that you do have, like, if you have a planner, um, that you're putting that in there too. So that time is actually um, allocated for in your life. So I like the planner ideal and making sure that everything is in that planner. So I have a question um, for you, putting everything in the planner, does that also mean, um, do you have a, um, a calendar on, on your laptop that you use also? Like, do you integrate that? So all the meetings that you have on your laptop, do you also put that um, in your planner? So not the ones from work. So I have my work calendar, which is also on my phone. And I have to keep that on my phone for when I'm out making like appointments or doctor's appointments or something. So I know if I have meetings or something at work. Now that calendar, my work calendar on my phone, it also intertwines with my Google calendar, which is my personal calendar. So if I have like personal things, I can put them on my Google calendar and then that will be in my phone with my work calendar and those two will be combined. But when I have my planner, I don't, so I don't put anything from work in the planner. Um, I do put some things from my personal calendar in there. If it's a certain time, like I have a, a meeting, I'm supposed to have a call with somebody on Friday or actually on Friday, um, my niece is coming. We're going to visit a college. And so we have a college visit at one o'clock. And so that's on my calendar on my phone. But then I did put it in my planner as well, because it's something that I wanted to be able to physically see when I'm looking at the planner, because the planner has task in it too. And so the planner has, so in my planner, I have 
you know, each day it might be a place where I can put times for certain things, but then I also have um, a list of like tasks or things that I want to accomplish this day or things I want to accomplish for the week. So it's helpful for me to, when I see those tasks and then be able to put those tasks during different times on different days, if I have those other meetings or other things that I'm going to do at certain times in there. So I do move some of the stuff in the planner, but mm-hmm. not all of the stuff. I guess the difference is maybe because my work stuff is usually like work is from eight to five. So it's probably stuff like after that. After that. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, one of the things that you talked about that I'm very interested in is meditation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all have stress. We all are stressed out at some point. Some people have anxiety. Um, it, it, you know, it just creeps up on you. And you talked about, you know, videos that you watched. Um, what would be your advice to anybody that is looking into meditation or starting out? Like where, like for me, I would love to start with that. Like where would, where do you suggest I start? I would just explore. So just go to the internet, explore. There's a lot of different forms of meditation. And then there's a lot of different um, approaches to it too. So I would just suggest going out to the internet and just Googling it. Look up some maybe YouTube videos. Actually, one of my friends had sent me, she sent me two things. She sent me a video of a YouTube video of a girl who meditates and so she has this music playing and she um she talks so she's talking you through it and that actually helped me listening to her as she talks me through it that helps me to control my thoughts and so that was what i was struggling with is when i would try to do it i would just have all these thoughts and listening to her what she was saying was that It's okay to have those thoughts when you're meditating. What you're learning to do is what to do with those thoughts when they come in. And so that particularly girl was able to help me start to get the hang of it. Um, There's other people out there that are doing it and that could have a guided meditation. So whatever you're struggling at when you're trying it, I think you just got to find something that works for you. There's also different playlists. So if you have some type of music platform, look for different like meditation playlists and then you can just listen, like play those so that that music is going um, in the background while you're doing it. I just Googled, went on Amazon and Googled some different books and found, actually found two um, that I could read for free off of Amazon. And I started to read one and I I wasn't really getting into it. So I started the other one and it was helping me to learn and understand the different forms of meditation. So I would just say, just Google, do some research and find something that, that works for you. And it's don't give up on it. Cause that's what I was, I kept doing was I just said like, this doesn't work for me. And so I would give up on it. I would just stop. Um, But I, I finally got to a point where I'd kept, kept doing it. And then, and then I got it. I got in the hang of it. And, and and it it is good. It is really good. It's something that I do encourage. And I, I, I encourage everyone to, to try to adapt that into their life. I like that um, because I know that 
a lot of us women have so many different things going on in our head at one time. Like even during this podcast, you know, we're probably thinking of things that we need to do mm-hmm. after as soon as we're done. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just goes through. And so at what point do we relax and even meditate for what 15 minutes or so and not and try not to think about all those other things, but to get in a space where we need to be. So again, so that we can become our best self. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we talked about that before in the other episodes when we're talking about self-care, how important it is mentally um, to take care of yourself and how we can let you know, stress. And we talked about like that anger building up and, and some people struggle with anxiety and all of that wears on your body. And then that's when we talk about how that can lead to other issues for you. So it is important. What I do like about the meditation is that it works and it's a natural form. So if you are dealing with stress or you're dealing with anxiety and then there's, you know, medications you can take, there's pills, you can take, there's different things you can do. They tell you to help with that, but Honestly, it it is something within you and, and meditation is something that can help with that. I know I've heard that yoga is another thing that can help with that. Now, I haven't um, tried to adopt that into my life, but I have heard that that is another thing that can help you in that same area. So, okay, well, that is a good transition when you talked about yoga and self-care. Um, I think uh, one of the things with self-care we talked about, um, and here's a tip, um, is to exercise regularly Mm -hmm. and whatever that regularly is for you. And then also whatever the exercise is for you, um, whatever that consistent, um, exercise for you. So for example, it might not be going to the gym, you know, five days a week. Maybe it's just doing simple exercises before you go to bed that may relax you. Um, maybe it is just finding some type of, um, I know I've um, seen this before. It's called like lazy girl exercises that you can (laughs) actually do like when you're on the bed. Mm -hmm. So like you're in your bed and you can actually do these exercises in your bed, you know, um, find, uh, exercises that fit you that are tailored to you because you don't have to consistently go hard if that's not, Mm -hmm. if you're not into you know, but just get up and move around and walk. So I think, um, Mm -hmm. you know, one of our self-care tips for all of us is exercise and finding out what it is, the exercises that fit you, that fit your body, that you want to do, that relaxes you and helps you and makes you feel good. That's something that, um, that you should look into doing. We all should. Absolutely. We should. And they say you should get at least 30 minutes of some type of exercise a day. And usually it's just like something that gets your heart rate a little bit up. And so, like you said, it doesn't have to be anything too extreme, but just something. And I like that you said that right after we talked about the meditation, because going back to the self-care, we talked about self-care is more than just the physical. So that is a form of physical exercise. We all know that that's good for you. But when we want to take care of ourselves mentally and emotionally as well, then we need to also exercise mentally. And so meditation, praying, like those are different ways that you can make sure that you're exercising mentally as well. All of that is going to go into you taking care of yourself, um, loving yourself, and so that you can be your best, your best self. 
So when you talk about mental um, self-care, let me ask you this question. Do you think limiting social media is a part of mental self-care? It really depends on how you use social media. And this is how I, I see some people. Some people use social media as a therapeutic um, way. And so they use it as an outlet. Mm-hmm. And for them, that might be good. Some people use social media for other intentions. Some people are just on social media just to be on social media. And mm-hmm. there's no real value coming out of it for them, but that's how they're spending their time. So if you are on social media a lot, then what I would do is I would first try to look at and evaluate what it is that you're doing on social media. Is it bringing some type of value to your life? Mm -hmm. Because if it's not, and you're spending a lot of time doing that, then that is a good time. That's a good moment for you to take a step back and say like, okay, what could I be doing with this time elsewise? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be on social media at all, uh, because there might be some good reasons to be on social media sometimes. So for me, because I moved a- away from my family, a lot of my family. And so I don't I'm not on social media every day. Um, I don't post everything that I have going on in my life on social media. But I do get on there um, sometimes and I just scroll to see what's going on. If I see something, you know, with my family or my friends that I don't know, because I don't really talk to a lot of people or seeing them a lot anymore. Or mm-hmm. I'll get on there and post something that about my kids, something that they did or something that happened so that my family and my friends can see what's going on with them since they're not around them anymore. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people do use social media as a way to promote their businesses and to get attention and get themselves out there. And so that's okay. Um, if that's in your strategy for your business, if that's in your marketing strategy, then that's okay. Like I said, social media doesn't have to be a bad thing, but you really should just evaluate, you know, what you're using it for, how much time, if it's just for pleasure and leisure, how much time are you spending on social media? And then the other thing about social media is that it's based upon the world. And sometimes we have to protect ourselves from what's out there in the world. So we can see a lot of things on social media that can be impacting us and we not realizing it can be a lot of negative things i've had the people that i've actually unfollowed on social media because they would always post like negative things and just it brings up energy sometimes you have to protect your energy and stuff so if you are (laughs) not now i'm not just talking about social media so if you're on social media or if you're on the internet on just looking at different websites and things. And if you get see a lot of like negative things that are just bringing negative energy into you, then that's something that you maybe you should evaluate and you might need to kind of shift away from. I totally agree. Um, it is important to look at your social media feed and see what is not feeding your soul, as we talked about yes. in one of our episodes. And if it's not feeding your soul, then you might as well get rid of it. You want to keep that, you know, positive energy or, you know, the energy that you want to feel. You want to make sure that when you open up your social media, you are entering that world, the world that you want to to enter into. Um, I know social media can be, um, you know, it can put a strain on your mental health. It it Mm -hmm. really can because 
um, at some point, you know, as you're you're continuing and you're scrolling, you're scrolling through uh, social media, um, you find yourself comparing yourself to people, comparing mm-hmm. your business to other people's businesses, yeah. um, just comparing your posts to other people's posts. And that gets overwhelming. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's when you realize that you probably need to take a, a, a pause and mm-hmm. get back to, okay, how am I? Get back to yourself, meditate, get mm-hmm. back to who you are, mm-hmm. and then you can and then get back on social media. One thing that I will say, like I challenge anybody that's listening, if you've done this before, because I hear a lot of people say, well, I'm going to take a break from social media. So I'm going to give up social media for a month. And they go a month without social media. And I know this because they'll come back and they'll say like, you know, I took a month away from social media. So I'm, I'm challenging everybody who who does that. And so how was your month when you were away from it? And why did you come back? Because yeah. so here's here's another here's another self-care tip. Reflecting. And so self-reflection on everything you do. So this is, so that's one thing you do. If you decide to take a break from social media, make sure when that break is over that you do a complete reflection over the last 30 days or two weeks, however long it was, that you reflect back and say like, what was the differences? What did I notice in myself? What did I do with that time that I had been spending on social media? You know, are there, did I feel different? Like you said about feeding your soul, you know, were there was my soul being fed more when I was away from social media than when I was on social media? Should I even go back? Or, okay, now I'm going to go back and I'm going to approach social media in a total different way than I did before. So self-reflect if you do take that break and see, is it really something that you do need to go back? I I definitely um, am with you on that challenge of, of, reflecting self-reflection what did you do in those 30 days you know mm-hmm. what what did you do did you you know go for a walk more did you notice you know anything new in nature or whatever you know yeah. what is it that 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 you noticed that you didn't notice while you were off of social media so that leads to another good tip not just social media but electronics altogether you might need to disconnect yourself. Outside in nature is also something that helps you to get in tune with your spiritual self. That's something that is also can be that mental exercise for you. And so maybe that's another challenge for you is to disconnect from some of the electronic world and just submerge yourself into to nature into to peace and quietness. That's one thing about, you know, this the world and the electronics and everything. It's it's noisy. Find mm-hmm. yourself some peace and some quiet and just enjoy that. Submerge yourself in that. And that can also open up a lot more for you mentally. It's going to help you to find yourself, feed into your soul, give you some peace and just boost your yourself and also keep continue to help you with that self-care going along with all of that i think we need to encompass our nutrition in there 
because I think that that also improves your mood. I think it also um, just kind of creates this um, this place of not being so stressed once your um, your your nutrition, once you focus on your nutrition. What what are your thoughts about that? Nutrition is definitely a good thing. Um, it, I mean, it just leads to so many other to health benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that people should have a good diet. So we need to watch what we are putting in our bodies because mm-hmm. that also can control what we're putting out of our bodies. And so a lot of, you know, fatty and unhealthy things are not drinking enough water is not keeping your body cleansed, that can also be wearing you down. There's so Mm -hmm. many different things that sometimes it's just the little things that we don't think about that can be impacting us in so many ways. So if you're having issues and you're saying like, I don't have energy or, you know, I'm tired all the time and all this and that, it could be because of your diet. It could be Mm -hmm. because just a lack of, you know, vitamin D because you're not getting out So I would take a look at like all of those and just to more so adopt a more healthier lifestyle Mm -hmm. in general. Now, I, I keep saying like, I'm never telling you, you can't do anything because no one should live a life where it's just all strictly this, this and that. And, you know, you should be able to do things that you want to do. Just don't excessively do things that that might not be the most healthiest for you. Um, just do things, find, find a balance, find a balance between those things that, you know, that you really, really like and, and those things that you don't. And I will say, you know, some people have tried to have like adopt, adopt healthier diets and stuff on the nutritional thing. And and it's hard to stick to it. Or sometimes we talk ourselves out of it before we even get into it. And find you we just have to find some like discipline mm-hmm. within ourselves that meditation can help you with that because when you become one with your own mind and your inner self then you're able to have that control over yourself more as well too so that you it helps you with that discipline so you just have to kind of just stick to it you get yourself in the right space mentally and all those things that we've been talking about will help you get to that place mentally where you're more in tune with yourself, your inner self, then you can start to, it'll be easier to stay on mm-hmm. course with the changes that you're trying to make. So can we talk about sleep? That's my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> is getting adequate sleep. What is that? And that is really a part of self-care. Oh, or, you know, what time are you going to, you know, what time are you going to bed? And what time are you going to bed, bed? Not I'm getting in bed mm-hmm. and I'm scrolling through social media on my phone. What mm-hmm. time is the lights out and I am, you know, and it, I am going to sleep, you yeah. know? So sleep, I think it, it, it's a routine that I think, we all struggle with at times, um, especially anyone that, you know, takes your phone into your bed with you. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you, you find yourself, um, you on know, scrolling, media. scrolling yeah, on, <laughs> social media, on social media. Mm-hmm. So what about like, how, how could we incorporate 
that adequate sleep into our self-care routine. Yeah. Schedule a time to go to bed. Um, I, I, I will start with that. I have an alarm set on my phone. Mm-hmm. It goes off daily at 8.55 p.m. And so they laugh at me and they think it's the funniest thing because my alarm literally goes off at 8.55 p.m. And when that goes off, I say it's bedtime. And and it, and it is. And so this is what I mean. Come nine o'clock is when I'm going to my room and I'm checking mm-hmm. out. And mm-hmm. so I said, well, and I don't necessarily go to sleep, but that's my wind down. So I'm going to my room. I'm getting ready for bed. I'm getting in the bed. And mm-hmm. hopefully within the hour, I'm ready to go to sleep. And so what I've noticed lately that that hasn't been happening because I've been working on some other things. So I have been getting in the bed and then I will pull out my um, my iPad mm-hmm. and then I'm laying there doing something. So I'm, I'm up. So I would mm-hmm. say plan. This is what time mm-hmm. I'm going to go to bed. This is what time I'm going to get ready. So so there's a difference. This is the mm-hmm. time when I'm going to go to my room and get ready to go to bed. This is the time I'm getting in the bed. This is the time I want to be sleep by. Mm-hmm. Don't take your phone or any type of electronics with you when you go. TV mm-hmm. as well. You know, don't turn the TV on if you know you need to go to sleep. Now, some people say they need the TV in order to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But then again, you're watching TV. And so it's keeping you up. So Explore some other ways that might help you to sleep mm-hmm. um, that isn't actually distracting you and keeping you from sleep. Mm-hmm. And I then the, I was going to say too, the, the diet too, that can go into it well, because like I said, there's other things when we're not monitoring what we're putting in our body, what's coming out, mm-hmm. that can be stopping us from being able to get to sleep at night, um, from being able to to totally rest could be some other things. And so just adopting a whole better, healthier lifestyle can also help you to get better sleep. So I do have my TV on, but I have my sleep timer on. So I put my sleep timer on for an hour. And it's so funny because then I don't face the TV. I just need to hear something. Mm -hmm. So I don't even watch it. I just, and then, you know, And sometimes before the timer goes off, I'll just turn the TV off and then go to sleep. If I'm listening to something that I want to watch, then I'm going to turn around and watch it and then I'm up. Mm -hmm. So for me, I I do turn my sleep timer on um, and then and I have it on a max of an hour. And then after that, um, then and if it goes off and I'm still woke, I just keep the TV off. So we need to pay attention to what is working for us and what doesn't work for us. And so I've noticed a few, there's times where I wake up in the middle of the night and then I might go to the bathroom and then I get back in the bed and then I can't go back. I'm laying there and I can't go back to sleep. And then I might pick up my phone. And so now I am scrolling through or I'm looking something up on my phone and it's like, well, I'm still not falling back to sleep. Well, maybe because I'm on my phone. And so I started to try something different. So I have uh, Alexa. So I'll tell Alexa to play um, rain sounds. And so now I'm just laying there and I'm listening to like the rain. And before I know it, I'm I'm asleep. Next thing I know, I'm waking up. It's my alarm is going off. It's time to wake up. And so Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, learning like, okay, 
me laying, I'm, I'm telling myself I can't get back to sleep, but I'm also stopping myself from getting back to sleep by being on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, the light from your phone that can actually be something that stops you from going to sleep. And so I've heard that from the doctors. The doctors actually told me that when I would take my son to the doctor when he was younger, he would have trouble going to sleep. And she would say that um, because of the light. It, it, there, I guess there's research that goes into that. But the actual light from the phone is something that can keep you from going to sleep. So find, pay attention and evaluate, like I always say, like evaluate the things that you're doing or what's happening so that you can see what it is what might work better for you. We talked a lot about tips and strategies of self-care. We talked about meditation, um, electronics, self-reflection, uh, nutrition, exercise. We gave so many tips. And we want everyone that's listening to remember that self-care is about what feels right for you. So it's not a one size fits all. We know that. It's about what works for you because what works for me may not work for Shayla and what works for Shayla may not work for me. So Shayla, I think you said this earlier is to listen to your body listen Mm -hmm. to your mind and then just develop your routine based off of that. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Listen to yourself and just explore things, you know, don't, don't compare yourself or feel like you have to do what anybody else is doing, but you can try something that works for somebody else. Um, We don't have to perfect this on the first time. So you can get ideas from other people try it out. If it works, then go for it. If it doesn't, then try something different. Explore your options. And and remember too, we talked about, um, so we talked about like just getting out in nature and, you know, outside and stuff. We talked about last episode, we talked a lot about prioritizing yourself and, you know, setting boundaries and things. All of these things are ways that are going to feed into self-care. And those are all different strategies and things that you can do that are going to help you with self-care. And the one thing that I love about all of that, they're free. So when you hear people say self-care, I can't, I don't have the money to go to the spa or to go, you know, out to eat or to go on a travel or all of those things that they're talking about as self-care. There's so many other things that you can do that are free. They don't cost a thing and they are going to give you the benefits that you need to give yourself, your body, that attention that it needs to ensure that you are loving yourself and you're putting yourself first and you're taking care of yourself. And that's what's most important in your life is that you take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, then you're not good for yourself and you're not good for anybody else in your life. So we have to take care of ourselves first, ladies. So thank you for joining us on this journey of our three-part series of self-care. And as a reminder, 
Self-care is not just a series of actions, but it's a mindset and a commitment to yourself to incorporate self-care into your everyday routine. So until next time, take care, be kind to yourself, and remember that the most important relationship that you will ever have is one with yourself. Thank you.